0: I'm Young and welcome to Hallie Juku starring Brandon Cooper and myself Petey Rave. This is episode 51. SM Entertainment is childishly petty. Enjoy Buenos nachos amigos and welcome to another episode of How you Juku! Yes, it's another fine week in the world of East Asian pop culture. I'm Petey Rave, here with you. Here with me is my buddy, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz?
1: That's this guy right here. I'm doing exceptionally well. It's been a rather good week. Uh, I've been playing a lot of video games. I haven't really been doing a lot of productive things.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been just sleeping.
2: <laughs> just yeah. sleeping. A lot of
1: a lot of video games and a lot of shopping for presents for that shitty, shitty holiday. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's just how it works. Uh yeah, but yeah. Unfortunately. Aside from that, we do we did get down with some uh East Asian pop culture stuff this week. Kaz, what's new with you in that regard? Um <laughs> So, uh,
1: n- not really new, but it's always surprising to me when people don't know about this, uh, YouTube channel. It's a really popular YouTube channel called Cooking with Dog, where a, uh, French poodle named Francis teaches you how to cook really delicious Japanese cuisine. Um it's a really fun show that i've been subscribed to for a many many of year uh now like it's it like probably one of the first things i think i ended up following like on youtube years ago um and it's just a really fun show like if if there's just things that, goddamn that dog falling every single time gets me um but it, it it's a really fun informative show about cooking japanese cuisine very detailed in their instructions too. Like there was one I was watching the other day and they are like were so specific down to the point where they were telling you to measure the dough. Yes. <laughs> and they were like they're like, yeah, you should have this much dough left. And like you should have, you know, this many. And then measure the cookie sheet. And you I'm like,
2: I I what? That sounds
1: like more instruction than what I need. <laughs> but um but no they're very detailed they're very specific um and it's it's one of those things where like it it just it's a really really like fun show and it's one of those shows where you can go back and watch other episodes because they're informative shows so it's not necessarily about like you know, like, it's not an episode you watch and you forget about. It's an episode you watch and you're like, oh, okay, like, oh, you know what? I want to make that. And then you have to go back. You like, you see everything that was involved in it. You're watching it while you're making the things. And I've, I've used them to make a few things in the past and their instructions are really good. And as long as you follow them, unlike <laughs> yeah. my dumbass, um, <laughs> You come up with really, really good stuff. So, like, if you're if you're into like kind of Asian cuisine and all those kind of things, and you want to kind of go about making those things yourself, this is a really good kind of uh, start to like doing that stuff. Like, kind of just seeing all the ingredients and realizing it's not that hard. And sometimes it's just stuff that you can get in your local supermarket.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, especially a lot of the Japanese cuisine, uh, it's, and and like you know some of the simple bakery stuff is just stuff you can get at your local market i'm looking forward to that because I, I i've heard of cooking with dog but i've never actually <laughs> like uh had gotten that chance to watch it so i just subscribed to it and i'm looking forward to kind of checking out some recipes it'll be fun
1: yeah there's some really good fun stuff on there like one of my favorite things is the takoyaki, uh which is the like dough uh the dough balls with with uh not squid but octopus uh in them or whatever, and you could put other things in them. But the funny thing is, like in the instructions, they go like, "Yeah, you could put other things in it, like chicken or shrimp or or even eel or even squid." But then it's not takoyaki because yeah. taco means squid. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so yeah. don't go around telling people your shrimp takoyaki is takoyaki because it's not. <laughs> you're yeah. saying it. Sh-
0: Something totally um, different. Totally different. I wanted to search for it real quick while you were describing it. Uh, okay, never mind. Uh, I was <laughs> trying to find it. Uh, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, it, it, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Uh, with me, uh, like I said, I, I like, like I've said before, i like to kind of throw in, I've been, I've been kind of on my own. I mean, you, you, and, you helped me get started with Korean dramas. I've kind of gone, I'm flown on my own, you taught me to fly, and now I'm flapping my wings, on uh, discovering my own shows. And, uh, there's a couple of new shows still in their run, one a little bit more late in its run, one I think basically halfway, uh, shows out now, uh, with some recognizable, uh, members, recognizable, uh, cast members and some that are kind of interesting. Uh, first off, I want to talk about one show called Modern Farmer. Uh, it is, Modern Farmer is stars, uh, E Ki, uh, lead singer of FT Island, uh, Park Minou, who, uh, some people might know, but from, uh, Roommate, and a couple of things. It also stars Honey Lee, uh, let me see, uh, the, one of the members of, I believe, Reply in 1997, if you remember Reply in 1997, uh, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting his name, but, his name uh, Ishiyan uh, from Reply 1987 is in this. Oh it has some really cool cast members. Uh, it's about okay. So this is a drama. Well, no, no, not a drama. I think this is one of those. This is where drama means not variety or reality. Like how comedy <laughs> simply means not a not a tragedy. <laughs> not yeah. necessarily that it's funny. Uh, this is more like this is more of a comedy. And more of a, like, out and out, like, slapstick comedy. Uh, so, the premise of the show is this is a band called Excellent Souls, that was popular seven years ago. Uh, you know, a group, you know, that took home- home day by storm, was getting ready to debut seven years ago, that went by the name of Excellent Souls, or EXO for short. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, uh, the EXO stands got, got, when they got wind of that possibility of a joke, uh, they, 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 they didn't. They did not react well. <laughs> um, that were probably, and then we kind of we see their heyday. We see kind of get a little bit of an establishment, and then we follow them to now, seven years later. Uh, they all are kind of living their li- regular lives, no longer in the band, except for maybe the lead singer trying to hold on, doing events randomly here and there under the EXO monitor moniker uh and you know let you know he's in debt to some like gangsters you know <laughs> he's like the whole like that that classic like uh thugs that you owe money to uh for whatever reason you know that, that classic story um uh, and decides that he they've gotta to in order to you know things things right they've gotta they wants to make another album and they find out, you know, it takes about a hundred grand to make an album. You know, a hundred million won. So I was like, well, how am I going to make that much money? Uh, it turns out he inherits a, from uh, from his grandmother dies, who doesn't like, from his back from his hometown. He inherits a barren piece of land that used to grow cabbage really well. So they decide, he, he gathers up his old bandmates and they decide to be cabbage farmers. And that's the premise of the show. <laughs> This old rock band, uh, tries to, uh, be cabbage farmers. And then, like, uh, a lot of it comes, from, a lot of the kind of the fun comes from the fact that it's, uh, the main guy's old hometown. So he meets mm-hmm. his first love. Uh, he sees that his first love is the, the, uh, village chief. Uh, of and she's kind of the, the only female village chief. Uh, that's Honey Lee, plays, uh, Soon, uh, Yoon Uh, and and he meets the characters there, tries to get help, you know, runs into some conflicts, uh, and there's there's a lot of things, a lot of the conflicts of relationships and, like, kind of the fun humor of it all and the silliness, uh, and it is very much a kind of a, a lot of like the, it's jokes to jokes jokes a lot of the time, and you know, there's a lot of pee and poo jokes, you know, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of kind of a slapstick comedy, Uh but it does some really cool things. Like it's it's actually really fun and funny. Uh Honey Lee, like you would if you if you know the fact that she's a former, you know, she's former Miss Korea. She's she's a very lovely, uh, you know, kind of a classic beauty and she's, you know, very feminine. And then you see her in this role where she's absolutely nothing of that. Like she is this uh country bumpkin uh Ridiculously hilarious, uh, character, and she does it really well. Like, you wouldn't think like, oh, that person used to be Miss Korea. (laughs) Like, like, you wouldn't get, you wouldn't realize that, but it it is actually pretty, uh, she's pretty great in that role. And a lot of the characters are fun and weird and, and they do a lot of fun things, like, Mm -hmm. and interesting things. Like, for a, a, it's a silly show, but they do a lot of things that's kind of surprisingly progressive considering it's a korean show like uh hey the the female lead is a single mom (laughs) like uh if you know anything about how single moms are treated in korea you you realize how how kind of wild that is uh the the you know there's a an illegal north korean immigrant that uh sends money to her parents there's us you know they they handle storylines like uh illegal immigrants uh, trying to fight for the pay and then get reported for for being illegal immigrants by the uh managers that are withholding their pay, you know uh so that they wouldn't have to pay them and, and, and things like that. And it it's almost like they're trying to hide little like digs at society <laughs> little digs at society within their within their uh silly uh romantic comedy uh and i think that's well done well i would say it's not it's not it's not going to be the height of great uh storytelling you know mm-hmm. it is not the the greatest story ever told it is not you know it's not, it's not super great some of the character development isn't great but it's kind of fun and funny and and it's a great kind of distraction i don't know have you have you heard, ever heard of uh heard any word about modern farmer
1: I saw it on, I saw it on like the front page of, um, Drama Fever, and I meant to check it out, but we were watching other stuff at the time, so I never got around to it.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it it is a fun show. It's, I think it's worth checking out and seeing if it's your cup of tea. It might not be, and it might not really work for you. It's not, it's not exactly perfect, but it, it is pretty funny. It is pretty fun. Uh, but moving on. So another show that actually I think is a, a pretty—it's uh, growing to be a really good show, uh—and finally redeeming Park Shin Hye in my eyes. Okay. <laughs> finally seeing her in a good uh, drama, which is nice. Park Shin Hye, uh, which is a show called *Pinocchio*. Okay. Inter- interesting premise. Uh, in this world, there's a fictitious disease or, or a syndrome called the Pinocchio Syndrome. You know, the people that have it are called Pinocchios. And what it is is mm-hmm. that if they lie, they uh, come down with hiccups. They come down with uncontrollable, an uncontrollable hiccup. So, okay. And then they're called Pinocchios. So they they basically can't lie because it's a very obvious, immediate tell. So within that world, there's a lot of things that go on, and there's a lot of backstory. And it's very interesting that... What it leads up to as you go along, and this is kind of a, I mean, it's in the description. I'll, I'll describe it. Newbie, it's, uh, uh Park Shin pl- Hye uh, plays a character by Choi, uh, played Cho, uh, uh, called Choi in Ha, and she uh, eventually becomes a reporter. Tries to be a reporter, you know, kind of is determined, uh, despite the fact that she's a Pinocchio. It's something, and like, in that world, like, one of the things that they've established is that no Pinocchio has ever been, you know, a reporter, because you, you have to, you, you can't lie. <laughs> like, you can't lie. So it's kind of a big hindrance on, on any a possibility of being any a kind, of kind of reporter or anything like that. Um, and the male lead, uh, played by, uh, the, this boy, uh, Lee Jong-suk, uh, called Choi Da Po, uh, plays kind of an, in- an interesting character. And it's hard to describe in a sound the show because there's like, there's, well, we first, we spend the first three episodes in the past, establishing the storyline. And then with, not only in the past, but then you have a flashback within that past time setting and then, <laughs> to establish a further backstory about, uh, about a, Fire chief, uh, who dies in, an ex- in a building explosion, uh, because one of the uh, crew members told him that his uh, employees were in the building even though they weren't. And he keeps a secret, and then the reporters report that, uh, that because they hear a word from a Pinocchio that that fire chief is still alive, uh, and escaped the building and is in hiding. Uh, they, the employee frames the guy saying that, uh, the fire chief insisted in going in the building, putting his people in danger, even though there could be an explosion. And then that sets up like a backstory with the reporters on the news reporting that and going with that story and keeping, um, and causing harassment of that family and kind of destroying that family and that being kind of the basis of, uh, Choi Da pol uh, spoilers. <laughs> And kind of why he's not, Choi Dalpo is not his real name. He's like, he has to actually, uh, be kind of, uh, adopts another person's persona. And it, it's, it's, it's yeah. some, it is complicated and not, it doesn't just sound complicated, but it is a little complex, but it kind of works. The, the story is really good. Like the interactions are really good. Like the, the, the exploration of having to kind of. Alright, how do you live with how do you work in a field that has traditionally relied on you know on scandal and on uh on uh what's the word? Um uh what's oh gosh, what's that word? Uh on um, the
2: the lie? One,
0: yeah, lies. <laughs> out, uh there's cheating yeah there's there's a there's a a word sensationalism and kind of making things out and when you can't lie (laughs) and uh you know one of the aspects is that the person that gets her her job is her mom that she hadn't seen for a really long time because she was like super into (laughs) her job so her dad kind of took her away to another town uh Mm -hmm. And then she meets up with her, she, and, and her mom initially turns her down and kind of kicks her out, out, out of the interview and then brings her in as a publicity stunt, but still like insults her. So it's like the whole dynamic there. Uh, it is a good show and, and it works really well. Uh, and I think it's, it has really fun moments, really funny moments and Park Shin here does a really good job here. Does a, has a much more likable character than she did in Ayers, to say the least. Uh-huh. Which, granted, is not much of a, uh, of a, of a, an achievement, but still, is a, is a really likable character. So, uh, go out and check out Pinocchio. It's, uh-huh. it's a pretty good show. Go check it out. It's on Drama DramaSweeper, just like, uh, Modern Farmer. Uh, but yeah.
1: Two good shows to go check out, and a YouTube channel for you.
0: Yes. Uh, alright, so, of course, we're gonna talk about music. Uh, music. Music. Uh, Cass, music. What music What's has up? caught your attention this week?
1: Um, alright, so I'm gonna start off with this first one, which actually caught both of our attention. Uh, mainly probably because of Yumi Ray and Tiger JK. Uh, but there are some other artists featured in here. Well, one other artist featured in here.
2: And it's the song called
1: The Angel, uh, with Yumi Ray, Tiger JK, and, uh, Busy. Um, i will say the kind of the first like kind of few seconds into it i wasn't really sure what i was gonna get but knowing yumi ray knowing tiger jk i knew it was gonna be a really good song uh so i just kind of stuck with it and i must say i was surprisingly happy with what i got out of it
0: yeah yeah it's 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 a really good song it's like it's the same team it's MFBTY. it's a Mother effin' busy tiger human ray. <laughs> uh, or my fans better than yours. I think, that, I think they can't really use that name because apparently that there's like another band that was using it before them. So they they had to stop using that name, but still. Uh, it's, they, they really like working together. They collaborate often. And of course, the reason Tiger Day can, you, you know, human ray and Tiger J can of course collaborate often, uh, because they are husband and wife. Uh, and it, it's a really, it's it's a nice song. Like, Yumi Ray has, is such a good singer. Like, like, uh, one of the kind of the things that Asian Junkie said that, you know, this is a really quality song that the only knock he had was that it just, uh, he misses Yumi Ray's rapping. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. that would be the only complaint anybody could have about the, really, her and her approach right now is that you miss her rapping, but she's such a good singer and uh you know, busy does it does a really great flow on here. Tiger JK's, you know, Tiger JK. And it's a really cool song. It's a really nice song. It's it's a really sweet song. Like and you get to kind of have really nice moments. Like you get to see uh their kid, uh I believe Jordan. Yeah, the little kid Jordan, uh and and he's adorable and, and like it's an you know simple video but it's effective, and yeah, I, I just I really liked it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty. I like. <laughs> there's not much more I could say. Like, these are two artists who really know what they're doing. They know their craft really well, and they they just like are just so good at it, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go check it out. Go. Uh, I, want, I want more Yumi Ram. So glad she's she's coming back. She came back with an actual you know single, not just an OSD. Uh, and they they are they are adorable together. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, moving on. Uh, to another track, very hip hop.
2: Very. Hip-hop.
1: Um. Okay, so this is another song featuring a bunch of people. Basically, it's brand new music. Um, but it's it's verbal gent, Sony, Phantom, uh, as one pizza. There's a lot of pretty much brand new one. music.
0: Artist on time. here, this song. Tay, no. Tay, ta- uh, Taiwan, uh, Kang <laughs> Hui- he, uh, Canto, uh, Champagne,
2: a Champagne,
0: Champagne, champagne oh. ta- uh, uh, Tender, uh, Candle, uh, Youngdae and DJ. A lot of people. I can read Korean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as you were saying
1: uh but yeah so basically just just have the understanding that brand new music is about to make their push as the new kind of uh up and coming label you know like undercoming up and coming rap label headed up by by Sonny yeah. um so you're going to start seeing a lot more brand new music stuff so this was a good little introduction to give you a little piece of everyone who's on uh brand new music and all their artists
0: yeah, it's a, I it's a think it's a thing that they do every year, because I know they did one last year, or like a track like that. Yeah. It was like, it's the end of the year, you know, we kind of want to celebrate this past year and kind of have a message about, you know, all right, this is a great year, now let's go forward to the next year, the new year. You know, get excited, and here's all of our artists. We're going to do a song celebrating the changing of the year and what's the possibilities to come, which is really cool. Like, uh, everything, you know, it's around that simple around that theme like they of uh, you know brand new day like this is uh you know let's look forward to the possibilities of next year and we're all excited and here's all of our artists and why we're excited about the year to come
1: yeah like i i'm i'm i really like this like verbal is such a good rapper Sony is such a good rapper and i like some of the artists they have over there at uh brand new music and i you know i just want to hear more from them like like we we've been getting a lot of um uh aomg and and we're really surprised about the stuff that we're getting out of AOMG. and i feel like brand new music could have that same appeal mm-hmm. uh of being surprised by what they could put out yeah.
0: um i mean they've they've got they, they, they've definitely contributed to this year like sonny has put out some of the like the big hits of the year uh uh just on his own, and you know verbal Jint was in that uh born hater track and uh and they've got some talented people like including Kanto and yeah you know, th- th- yeah they've got some they've got some talent on there that have already contributed to this year and can only go up from 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 there uh fantastic stuff uh but yeah
1: mm-hmm. fine you, you know what I also love in in seeing all like people who who film concerts is the like Extender arms people have for their phones. Oh yeah, the selfie, sticks. the
2: selfie sticks. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: To like, to like, take pictures and stuff, and like, do all this, and how like, kind of big of a thing it is
0: in Korea and Japan and stuff like that to have those things <laughs> at concerts, oh, yeah. like, or yeah, in just in regular life to the point where I think there's a crackdown on unregistered like the selfie sticks, so specifically the ones, not just the extender arms, but the ones that have like the built Bluetooth like clicker built in. Like mm-hmm. there's like a, been a, like a crackdown on those, and there's like you could face fines because a lot of those are unregistered, you know. Of, <laughs> and like uh, as far as like you know transmitting, you know how the FCC has, you know, you've ever seen like anything that transmitting to electricity, you see the FCC symbol they <laughs> have to report, you know, <laughs> they're transmitting because you can interfere with uh, radio signals. Uh, you know, some along those lines, and a lot of them are unregistered, so it's like. You pull out a selfie stick. You better <laughs> hope that you got the right one, you know, get a legit one. Or I don't know. I don't know how it's working, but yeah. Yeah. I've seen those. It's like, uh, you know, they then, like I said, they've got the little button on, on the base, So they just extend it out and let's just start recording. And like they can, or yeah. they just take pictures. It's like, <laughs>
2: that's wild. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's pretty
1: fun. All right. So. Last track from me is our boys who we've talked about a few times this year and I'm I'm, and I'm glad they're coming out with another track leading into the end of the year so they're not forgotten about. Dynamic Duo uh featuring Leon Park. And I do, I guess it's just S. <laughs> I don't really uh, um.
2: sing
0: soon, sang, soon. It's a uh, sing sing Samsung, uh, or sss, or SSSS, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> I will but, translate, but you always describe. love hearing song from
1: from our, our boys from Dynamic Duo. Like, like, just God, it's so much fun hearing Dynamic Duo. Yeah,
0: Dynamic Duo. Oh, seem to wonder. There you go. There you go. There's your, there's your translation. think oh, okay. the courtesy of Google. Uh, but yeah, you know, another <laughs> dynamic duo, quality music and, uh, some, some fun, some great singing from Lena Park. Yeah. And then they're going And this is also leading up to their, to their, uh, co-concert. Uh, I believe co-concert or tour or, I think is it a tour? Or I think, or just a concert. I don't know. Uh, but they're, they're, you know, collaborating and performing together. Uh, which is going to be interesting. Uh, But yeah, more Dynamic Duo is always A fine by me
2: <laughs> Yeah
1: Yeah, and this was like a little like kind of peek Into what they're working on and all the stuff that's going on Like, you know, leading up to this So I just thought it was fun I know it was kind of short, but man It, it was just, oh man, hearing Dynamic Duo Is just so much fun mm.
0: Like, I would love to see them live Yeah Yeah uh, me too. <laughs> like, uh, if if uh, there's on my short list of like groups that I definitely want to see live, like, uh, them, I would love to see Twenty One. Uh, we we'll love to see uh, so many groups. Like, I'm I'm looking forward to, uh, and I can reveal this: I'm going to South by Southwest next year. I'm going to the music label and stuff. I'm gonna visit Japan Night alongside Roberto Villegas We'll have, like I said, we'll have him on. I think I've I mentioned this before, but I've been keeping an eye out cuz there's always going to be a, I know there's going to be a K-pop night out. I researched and and I noticed that they didn't announce who was going to be a K-pop night out for 2014 until February. So somewhere around February I'm imagining that they're going to announce the artists for this upcoming year. So we're going I'm, I'm looking forward to finding out who that is cuz last year well this year was uh Hina and Jay Park. <laughs> and then the previous year was FX so so far <laughs> as far as for artists that I would want to see and love to see live it's two it's two for two so far, so right uh whoever's in charge yeah. knows me <laughs> yeah we we're, we're, we're
1: gonna have to we're gonna have to get the heads of the network to send p d out there with a with a little camera so he can do some clips and stuff for the youtube channel
0: yes, yes, uh, <laughs> and by that we mean Roberto's going to lend me some shit. <laughs> or Either else I guess one,
1: one or the other. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, moving on to, to what, uh, some of the songs that have caught my attention. Uh, some, a, a couple, a group that we have an affection for finally released the music video for, uh, <laughs> for the song that they had already been, uh, performing in, on music shows for a little, for a little bit now. Uh, yeah. uh, Shiguro, uh, Shigeru wa you, or Shut Up You, uh, by Wasop our girls and it's what's up and we, it is exactly what we kind of expect from what's of it's fun it's wild it's it's hip hop influenced uh and so the song is really good and I have been enjoying it uh but yeah. the, the the main thing is that the video the video is 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 surprisingly higher budget <laughs> like <laughs> compared to the last you know a few videos like uh Oh, goddamn, naughty smirk there at the beginning. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, like it's surprisingly well made, surprisingly well done. Like it is, uh, it, again, it's, it's kind of a, a wild, hot, uh, mess of, of nonsense, but if that's what, but honestly, that's what works for, for what's up and for the song. And it's done so well and like, the girls, they, they they do really well. Like They sing it pre- fantastic well. Uh, the song itself is really fun and catchy. Uh Yes, for those wondering, yes, it is reminiscent of FX's Rainbow, a.k.a. Mujige. It was done by the same guy. It uses a lot of the similar instrumentations and some of the mu- sa- similar music cues. But it's mm. different. <laughs> it's different <laughs> enough and unique to what's up and up For for me to not really complain,
1: and I mean, I mean, in in a in a outside sense, What's Up and FX are kind of similar in their in their the way that they're put together and stylized, but What's Up is very much more party anthem styled right now, and and What's and FX does a good mixture of party anthems, kind of soul stuff, and and things like that but if you go back and look at those early fx things a lot of hype party stuff and at that time they were kind of a replication of of 21 cuz they came up in that time where 21 was dominating yeah. so everybody wanted to be like 21 but as they went on they found their own style and I think that's what you're coming to find with What's Up is they're yeah. coming along and they're, and they're getting to a point where they're finding their own style and they're finding their stride in, in the the group that they want to be and how that they want to be portrayed and treated and stuff like that. They still are very much about the sexy concept, yeah. like they've, they've shaken off the kind of ghetto butt shake concept already and, and have not really hardcore, much. yeah, not really working that much anymore, but they are sticking with that. Of that sexy. concept that they started with, they're sticking with the sexy, they're sticking with the fun, and they're sticking kind of with this, like, this weird new style of girl next door, like the girl that you have fun
0: with, you know, kind of, yeah. kind of styling. Yeah. Um, like, uh, Yellow Slug, who reviewed it, uh, his review was on uh, Asian Junkie, but he has his own review site. Uh, one of the things he pointed out is that their sexiness, is like they have they're sexy but their sexiness is not supposed to be not necessarily like inviting or kind of sensual their sexy is uh more confrontational and i'm going to pull it up uh to read the exact uh thing but like it they have that kind of a confrontational style they're kind of in your face with their sexiness they're sexy they're not sexy for your sake they're just sexy like yeah uh yeah they, I, can, I
1: can totally, totally agree with that.
0: Yeah, the, let's see. I'm going to go here. Okay, there it is. Uh, so there, you know, the yellow slug says, uh, Re- Shut Up You reveals what makes What's Up an interesting group uh, to watch. Sure, the colorful outfits, stark urban settings, sexy dance moves, and straight-up weirdness have been used by every group under the sun. Like we said, you know, a bunch of other groups. But What's Up utilizes these things in ways that many other groups simply don't. Their sexiness isn't so much inviting, cute, or sensual as it is aggressive and even confrontational. Uh Nadi's shorts have a giant eye staring straight at the viewer, for God's sake. <laughs> Which is true. She has, a, mm-hmm. she has shorts that have an eye staring at you. Like, yeah, what's up? Mm-hmm. And like, God, I, I cannot get over that that smirk. That smirk, like she's just looking at you like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Like, <laughs> like she's not even there. She's not sexy for you sake. She's just sexy. That's just who is she is. Oh, yeah. I love those ups. Oh, I can't get over. god damn it. I love those girls. Love those girls if only we could have
1: had more of GI this year as well. But moving on. Oh <laughs> i'm Not
0: I'm not gonna harp on things we should have. <laughs> uh. All right. Just a couple of quick things, cause uh. Uh, before we get into our headlines. A couple of other songs, uh, not as exciting as it was, but still really cool. Uh a group by the name of uh Juck Juck Grunzi. A little bit, we're going to get into a little indie stuff. Uh Concrete Jungle uh performed live at Union Studio. I thought this is a really cool, fun little indie song. Uh You know, a bunch of girls. You know, a, gr- a, a group of girls playing rock and roll music. Or, well, not literally rock and roll music, but, you know, indie rock music has a really cool 90s feel. It's very, like, like it's very uh nineties col- like early nineties college rock like you know uh pixies or breeders kind of you know very obviously because, uh, you know love exterior let let me know about uh them, so you know it, yeah it, I see I see some love thing.
1: exterior stuff over in the the side of our suggestion <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: so in like love exterior they do have a very much a lot nineties influence but they yeah uh, it's very much. The breeders with the kind of the distorted the vocals and the kind of the 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 way that they play the guitars and, and it has that that feel to it and it, they do it really well. Uh, and it's a really fun song. Uh, yeah, what did you think, Kath? Uh,
1: I, I I liked it. Like it, it was. I'm trying to think how to explain it. Like without saying exactly what she said, it it kind of just comes in like with this nice little pace where it gives you this nice instrumentation at first. And I I always love seeing, especially with, with bands who really are like, who are really good at playing their instruments. I always love seeing them play their instruments, you know, and this is, and I don't mean in the video sense where you kind of see them play their instruments, but there's all these other distracting elements. Like this is a pure black and white video and it cuts from each member. Like, you know, the person playing the drums, the girl playing bass, the girl playing guitar, the girl on the keyboard. And this synth, like, and kind of going through that. Like, and for me, like, really kind of cool introduction to them, like, watching them play their instruments and watching them kind of in almost this jam session fashion. So like, I thought that was really, really, really cool. Yeah. And I love black and
0: white. Yeah. <laughs> I love, uh, and, and that's what's really cool about these videos. I love that like, Lucy Union, uh, you know, the Union Studio does these, like, they upload these videos, uh, uh and I, I really should, I'm subscribed to them, so I'm gonna make sure to like, get around to finding, uh, to checking out more of their videos, cause like, like I said, Getting to watch the, 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 well, getting to watch, you know, a band in, you know, in a kind of, not so, necessarily live setting, but kind of in a studio setting where they're focused on, I'm going to play the instrument. This is how I construct the song. This is how we can put the song together, uh, on the fly or, you know, I'm, I reconstruct the song on the fly. Like this is how we kind of, uh, traverse and travel the song with our instruments. It's, it's really cool. Uh, and they're a really cool group. And I like seeing chicks rock. Uh, yeah.
1: I love this part in here where she loses her headphones, looks, and is like, fuck it. <laughs> like,
2: it's
0: like, whatever. I'm going to just keep playing. <laughs> like, yeah, screw it. Like, uh, let me get to Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she she doesn't even like really look. She just like, like gives it a side glance. Like, she's just like, yeah. <laughs> it just keeps playing. Like it does not give a fuck. Like I'm jamming
1: right now. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. Fuck it. Uh. But yeah, go check it out. Really cool Indian music. And lastly, I'm. I, I know I've already talked about Mama Lou's Piano Man, but I want to talk about it again. Uh. Specifically, I've been really enjoying their live, their like uh, music show performances because they've been kind of mixing it up with either like unique uh choreo. Or like little like touches where they change up the, like how Wasa changes up the uh, intro, uh, or they kind of change the little vocalization parts or they, they improv a little thing here and there. Uh, they, they've kind of changed up the little in between. They've added this little like shooting, uh, bottle rocket noise to, to the, uh, <laughs> to the uh, bridge part, which is fun. And it's like, especially like, uh, for, for, in particular, uh, the Inkigayo performance, uh, which was also, by this episode of Inkigayo was headlined by an actual musical, a music show appearance from our boys GD and Taeyang with their song Good Boy. Uh, and on that episode, Wasa throws in a little, I'm a good girl. And I was like, yeah. I got you. you my girl. Wasa wassa you're my girl. Love you. Uh, and it's just so much fun. Like the, 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 and I, right, I, right, I'm gonna end up gushing more about how much I'm, I love Piano Man, uh, and Mama but yeah, I just, have been loving their, their little live performances. Like, <laughs> uh, is there like, have been there instances where you, you love a song and then you love the, like, music show performances even more? Like it's been something like, you've been really, like, cause they, they tend to get repetitive most of the time. Like, once yeah. you've seen them perform on a music show, you've seen them perform on a music um, show. Super Junior and Girl Generation
1: used to have, uh, really, really cool performances that differed from what their videos were and like kind of the visualization and like just where about what you were seeing on stage because a lot of people end up right. kind of recreating what you saw in the video, like kind of the concept and they kind of are sticking to this concept as they go along and perform it. Um And I feel like Mamamoo is kind of going back to that kind of thing. Um And YG is really good about stage performing, like, you know, as, as a whole or whatever. Yeah.
0: Um Which is why they but, avoid
1: music shows. <laughs> right. Um uh-huh. uh, but Mamamoo is killing it. And I I, I will say, go, like there's almost this point going into our year end episode, they're probably gonna steal a lot of the things that me and Peter like a lot of the categories me and Peter are gonna come up with. Yeah, they're gonna be <laughs>
0: talked gonna about lie. a lot. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, like oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, depending on how we construct it, yeah, they're they're gonna be brought up a lot, and we're gonna talk about how much the, the, their whole year was just amazing. Like, this is a rookie group. Like, for goodness' sake, right. this is a rookie group—they've so been around for like more, less than a year. I mean, technically, as far as their debut date. God damn, I love Mambo. Uh, but that's right. It. I, I I can't. I uh, I'm gonna um, end up talking too much about Mambo. So let's end it right here. Let's get to our headline. So. Uh, we're gonna go over to our headlines, so join us over there. Yeah. Howdy folks! Welcome back to our headlines. We're gonna get into some topical topics here. Are you excited? Cause I am. I'm excited. pretty, I'm
1: pretty excited. There's a few things in here that are I'm gonna drool on my keyboard first. There are a few things in here that are already gonna kind of make me gur. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: well let's get started. Uh Exos twenty fifteen comeback teaser shades Chris and Lujan. Uh Apparently. Allegedly. Apparently, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh during, uh, during the two thousand fourteen Mamas, which I, I didn't see. Sorry, Neither did bro. I. None of
1: I've watched some of the performances from him.
0: There was some fun stuff. It was like, uh, yeah. something really cool, like Girls Day and Ailey. Like, they did, they did Ariana, they, they covered Ariana Grande and uh, did it five times better than Ariana Grande does. <laughs> okay. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Ailey did. Right. Uh, Ariana Grande has a weird voice. But that's beside the point. That's beside the point. And I love Ailey. But that's beside the point. During the 2014 mamas, Exo released a teaser announcing their comeback for 2015. Which is cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that because I, I like Exo. Uh, while that was news, the bigger discussion was regarding what the video showed, specifically this. And it was an image with a, you mm-hmm. know, the kind of their classic maze, uh, as seen in the overdose video, you know, kind of that, uh, not so much maze because, uh, there's no multiple paths, more like the labyrinth. Uh, I think that's the difference. Labyrinth, maze. Maze has, like, all the different choices where labyrinth is just, you know, one direction, just, uh, but not having to do with one direction. Just one path.
2: Uh. <laughs> what? Where are you going with that? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> <going with that? laughs> where did your mind go? That, like, disseminated into the difference of, of like, mazes and, and... <laughs> And then what bring they- you up one direction. I don't know.
0: <laughs> like I've said it before. My mind is a wild jungle my mind is a wild jungle full of scary gibberish. It's that quote from Gilmore Girls that I bring up, like it's just if you could be in there, you would you would you would uh you would collapse from fear. Uh but mm-hmm. beside the point. It's our logo. Okay. You can see it, it's kind of the that labyrinthy thing. Uh you know, it's kind of a uh one, two, three, like a hexagon, I wanna say. You know, with the hedgehog yeah. with the hats on. Uh and there's marbles around like rolling on the floor. Uh exactly twelve marble marbles. Ten of them mm. outside of the maze. Nice and free. And two of them stuck inside. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder so, if that has any significance.
1: So, okay, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you now, we, we went through your mind a little bit. I'm going to take you through my mind and then the field of anger and landmines that it is, right? So I saw this and I went, okay, right. And I looked at the the teaser and I was like, okay, cool. EXO coming back. And then I saw like the little last thing with the, the maze and the things. And I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. And then I, you, you sent me this article or whatever talking about like how those two marbles could represent the lost members, the members who, who aren't here and then have gotten themselves lost in that sense or whatever um and and then like my instantaneous like like the first landmine to go off in that anger was like all right this is weird stupid speculation right then from there went to the like like fuck you sm <laughs> like it, it, like are you really that petty like it, it it's the thing where like like you break up with someone and you move to a new town and you're doing pretty good. And then they're like hanging out with that guy. And you're like, I'm glad I got out of that relationship. Like, you know what? Don't be a fucking asshole about it. Like you're yeah. Oh, you know what? Like whether you're doing good or not, like don't, don't use your little fucking one step ahead to be like, fuck those two. Uh, Like, no, like fucking, you are a record label fucking you're the adult in the situation and this is why people are not happy with the commute korean music industry right now like yes. legitimately yeah like because you're acting like a fucking four-year-old you're like yeah we're coming back we're gonna make new music fuck those other two man they're fucking lost in the sauce like yeah and yeah. half
2: that is your fault <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> but yeah sm god come on sm it's like, like,
2: God, for, like so to, to show
1: some, show some class. Like, yeah. that's exactly what I would like. Those are the words that I, I was looking for for this whole week, right up until the point where we recorded the show, and they came to me. Show some motherfucking class, like seriously. Yeah. Like,
2: of all the things to do, just show some fucking
0: class, bro. Yeah, it's so silly. Uh, it's so silly. Like, it's like, ah, uh, it's dumb. Uh. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> But let's move on. Yeah, all right. So moving on to kind
1: of some some sad news. Well, some, uh, rookie group. Some sad.
0: How do you how do you want to put it? Uh, well, it's not so much sad because like the it, it, it's odd. I think everything's a little okay. Like everybody's okay, so it's not too sad. But it's interesting. So rookie group sh- hotshot only hospitalized following accident after fan meeting schedule. Uh, so rookie boy group. A uh, hotshot who I'd never heard of. Were recently hospitalized I after heard a song or two from I think I've heard I think I've I've heard of them. uh Asian Junkie hadn't, but I heard of them. Uh, like they had a song. I kind of paid attention to it. It was, you know, it was there. Uh It was kind of more hip hop style. Were recently hospitalized after being involved in a car accident, but what was later what was later revealed about the timeline of the events opened up the floor to debate. As uh, per Asian Junkie. Uh, according to, uh, this is a quote from uh, the report, according to Hotshot's reps, the boys were on their way to a fan signing in Ilsan after performing on NBC's show Music Corps and got into an accident on Gayang Bridge at 6.20 p.m. Korean Standard Time. The reps stated that another vehicle hit the rear of Hotshot's vehicle and that they've been moved to a hospital in Ilsan to receive treatment. Uh, member Ho Jung has received a t- CT scan for temporal mandibular joint damage. Uh That's a big word. <laughs> uh Which means he There's hurt his jaw. There's
1: syllables in there.
0: <laughs> Lots of syllables. Uh, means uh, jaw. He, he hurt his jaw, and uh, and another member has slightly injured his knee joint. Uh, so you know, uh, Ho Jung, uh got hurt in the jaw. Another member got hurt in the in the, hurt in the knee. Uh, simple stuff. Probably. Probably the minor injuries probably say that uh they were all wearing the seatbelts and everything's fine. You know, minor injuries. But what was interesting was uh this part. Instead of heading to the hospital, the boys headed and said to their fan signing to see their fans. The label said Ho Jung was injured because he hit his chin on the chair. And the other members were injured on their knees and other parts as well. We told them to go to the hospital, but the members themselves said they were fine. And we're adamant mm-hmm. in waiting to go to the hospital. We think they were even more adamant because it was to meet their fans. Hotshot has had a solid fandom before their debut, because they're boys. It's a boy group. Of course they have a solid fandom. Uh, we told them it was okay to cancel the event, but they didn't listen. Uh, so they, they, <laughs> the official, uh, statement from the label is, man, you know, we told them to sit in the bench, but the, the, they just wanted to play. They just wanted back in the game. We want back in the game, coach. <laughs>
1: And Uh, we we couldn't stop them, even though we were driving the car.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how how much do you believe it? And if it's true, how uh, kind of interesting and very uh sports-like is the story?
1: It it's it's super hyper sports-like. The like man, they kept playing even after being injured. You know, they they put in that final effort. Um. Yeah, they seem like minor injuries and it could have been one of those things where, where everybody freaked out and they kind of took assessment of their own feelings and were just like, no, we're, we're good. We, you know what? We can continue on with the day. Like, no reason to like rush things and then we'll go get checked out later, you know? Yeah. Um, which I, I, I could, I could. It's very feasible. it's, It's very feasible. Very, very feasible. But at the same time, I could also see that manager being like, they ain't that hurt. <laughs> like, like that. look, you ain't there. Yeah. Like, we gonna get this done, and then we're, we're rushed to the hospital. You gotta go see these fans, we gotta keep the hype going, let's go. You know? Like, uh, yeah. Especially right now with, with my distrust of management in, yeah, in Korea. In the, in,
0: in the industry. Uh, you know, it is a, it's not one of the big labels, so it could, it could be anything. Like, it, 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 it could, uh, you don't. You obviously you don't want to rush a judgment, but it could be either way. And it, it's kind of uh, hilarious to speculate, and it is very sports-like. Uh, a side note before we kind of move on to the next headline. uh Soompy really needs to word things better in their headlines because they simply uh, headlined this as rookie boy group hotshot reported to have been involved in a car accident, and that gave me a heart attack. <laughs> it was like. Put something like minor car accident or slight car accident, you know, have minor injuries. Cause like, it, it's 2014, man. Like, don't put me in that much stress. Like, <laughs> stress! Like, I don't know this group, but I, but you, you put me, I, I will, I stress about my, my, you know, my idols. I care about all of these people, even the ones that I don't know. Like, I'm going to worry. And if you don't word things properly, god damn it, Soompi. Uh but well, that's all I wanted to say about that. Uh, but yeah, uh, hopefully the one dude's jaw is alright. You know, hopefully he doesn't have, you know, he can, he can still take a punch or something. I don't know. Also, uh, Kid Monster? Really? That's what you're gonna go with the name? Yeah. Kid Monster? Okay. No. Alright, uh, moving on.
1: As if there wasn't already someone named Rap Monster.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the last thing. We don't need more monsters. We don't need more monsters.
1: Can I say, I, I hold on, before we move on to our next story, I, I, I was playing like my Pandora playlist, and um, and a song came on that I, I wasn't really like paying. I didn't look over to see what song it was, and um, and uh, I was like kind of jamming out to it and like really enjoying it. Then I look over and it was BTS.
0: <laughs> No, this <laughs> is it like the newer stuff. Is it, is it like one of the- I, yeah, yeah, I think it was one of their newer tracks. Yeah, I think. I like, I think oh, shit. I got. I, I almost makes me want to see that 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 uh that BTS American Hustle and wonder if what like the lesson Coolio told them was just just do your own shit. Like, don't try to do anything. Just do your own shit. And then they they realized and they just became a a, a decent boy band. <laughs> And uh, I mm-hmm. think that's what they're doing. But this died the point. That's what that's for. BTS. Moving on. Uh, talk about AKB48 a little bit. Uh, AKB48 becomes first female artist to sell 30 million singles in Japan. Uh, with the release of its latest single, uh, Kiboteki refrain, uh, AKB48 has become the first female artist in Japan to sell more than 30 million copies of its singles. Uh, uh, Kibo Teki Refrain uh, has sold 1.13 million copies during this debut week. This brings AKB48's total single sales to 31.1, 31.11 million copies, or you know, 31 million 110,000 copies. Uh, Bees currently holds the most record for the holds the record for most singles sold. Uh, the band has sold 35.44 million uh, copies since its debut in 1988. Which, you know, it's a big head start. The fact that, you know, AKB48 is kind of catching up, uh, you know, much sooner, which is really cool and interesting. Uh AKB48 is expected to surpass, surpass the band in terms of single sales, however, in terms of total sales of singles and albums. Uh, beats continue to... Uh, Ayumi Hamasaki is currently the second best selling, selling female, but uh, she's no longer relevant. So, that's beside the point. Uh, how... Uh, uh, this is, yeah, AKB48 it, further solidifying their status as, uh, as a, as a brand. Let's mm-hmm. be honest, as a brand more than necessarily group. Uh, and it's definitely interesting. AKB48 can't be stopped, man. It can't be
1: stopped. <laughs> yeah, slowly but surely, like they, they, they're have these really, really, really weird ebb and flows, right? Where they go up. And they go down. They go up and they go down. Um, but it, it's really consistent. And when they go up, they go up even higher. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is really the roller coaster effect where it, it seems like they've gone down to the point where they're no longer relevant. And then their next album or their next little thing or whatever they get their, those managers are able to get their hands on to put those girls in front of shoots them up into the fucking sky even higher than they were before um and right now they're like on a big upswing again all of a sudden you know uh where they're really popular and it it just goes to like like you like especially me as a fan who like was part of that fandom kind of died down in that fandom and then now there are things that are pulling me back to that fandom is like just really
0: crazy like It's gonna be interesting, I, I, I really, I feel like I should at least start paying attention, cause it is gonna be interesting to see what the next year holds for them, if, you know, yeah. the success. Especially, I, I think I forgot to include it, cause it, it was just like a, I, I think, I, I don't know if I was intending to not include it or to include it at all, but uh, I didn't, but there is the fact that, uh, their general direct- director, uh, Minami Takahashi announced that she's gonna be graduating. Uh, that's mm-hmm. another big news. Uh, she's already named her successor. Uh, and they've already said her graduation date. Uh, she announced that she's graduating. She's going to graduate officially, uh, December 8th, 2015. So it's going to be a big year. Yep. She's going to kind of wrap up her promotions throughout the year, uh, on their 10th anniversary. So. Of course. Uh, big transition point. So. It's, and, and, and,
1: and she's like, basically she's one of. She's not the last, but she's one of the last really really stand out big members. Um she's never really been the most popular as far as the fandom goes, really, but as far as the girls and, and, and her leadership, uh, like they really do stand behind her. Um, yeah. and she's like one of the big leaders. Uh, as you know earlier this year, one of my favorite girls from the group, uh, graduated, which is kind of where, like in, in a sense, that's where my fandom ended. And it was kind of like fun to do it that way in a sense was to follow her you know like like i found out about AKB i became a fan of AKB then i found out like you don't you don't just be a fan of AKB right you hardcore lock in you pick your girl um and it 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 sounds really weird and in and, and and bad but it's all part of the fandom in the good way, you know, and, and you pick your girl and you cheer her on to do her best within the group. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and be that. And I, I had my person who that was. And I, I, I have somebody else who's still in the group that I'm really a big fan of. Um, in, in, uh, Watanabe Mayu, uh, but you know, the and the leader, um, Takahashi like she was somebody I also really like had an affection for as one of the members of the group because she's really funny she's really good at what she does and all those things so it's really going to be sad to see her taking this step down but you know there uh, are other
0: people there who are going to step up Yeah, she's uh, named her successor uh, appointed Yui Yokoyama Yui Yokoyama is is going to be the new general director I think I know who that is (laughs) <laughs> not sure uh and as i, say, I
1: it, it, at some point at some point t2 will correct us in all of this yeah well i'm, re-
0: I'm, I'm luckily i'm fan. only relying on what the words are in front of me so i'm not gonna be wrong <laughs> i will say hey if i'm wrong i'm <laughs> not wrong <J-pop> wrong.
2: <laughs> that motherfucker's wrong J-pop don't Asia. come at me <laughs> yeah uh
0: but yeah you know what uh i've been mulling around in my head and uh, th- there could be a separate version for AKB and a separate version for K-pop uh, and, and you know, maybe for J-pop in general. But I was thinking how feasible, uh, wondering how feasible would it be to create fantasy idol, fantasy idol them, like fantasy football, Mm-mm. but for idols like within
2: have, within
1: AKB, there's some really good moments for it to happen because there's the general election.
0: Yeah. Right? There's singles, um, to, be the, on, singles, to, be singles to be featured on, singles to be centered on. Singles to be
1: featured on. Then there's I, – I don't know if they still do it. We'll have to ask T2. But there was always the, um, the rock, paper, scissors tournament, shame, you right? know, to – uh, and there's a couple of other things that, that kind of go along throughout the AKB year that like, you know, because then they also always have their end of the year things where they yeah.
0: get ranked and things like that. So, yeah, the so range. there's some stuff. There's some points on AKB48. And then like in K-pop, you can like have your roster and have like specific spots for each member of your roster. Like you could have one, uh, leader. You know, you can have one vocal, one, mm-hmm. uh, Leader would be leader be a separate no lead vocal one a main vocal you can have one rapper one visual one like dancer and then yeah. like like three utilities like like, like that's right. how you could do it like that would be like the base one like your three utilities your three overalls mm-hmm. and then like, and, and then can... it's like by appearances on on variety mm-hmm.
2: shows.
0: Uh, you know, uh, like show, like, uh, music show wins, gets points for all the, the members show. of that team, of that band. Uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, variety of show appearances, you know, like running man <laughs> wins, <laughs> like you can have like a special <laughs> points for winning on running man, like. You know, situational things like that, or I don't know, but yeah, like know, know. for all the It'd be
1: hard to, it It'll be a little bit hard to track because it doesn't always let you he, know what what shows they're going to be on.
0: Yeah, it, it's hard to like, you know, drama, like you, you can have like uh drama jobs and then you can have certain amount of points for whether it's like a, a daily drama, you know, it's less points for like a daily drama. More points for like a weekday drama and even more points for like, you know, one of the, like the main weekday or like the weekend. Well, I don't know what weekend would be more points. I don't know. I don't know what is like the key day, but like, you know, your daily dramas are, you know, your, you know, those are the kind of the, you know, the, the basic roles and you have like big, you know, points for movies and things like that. OST appearances. Uh, this would be a, a hell. This would be hell to, to track uh you'd almost have to track manually and that's why it would never happen
2: yeah goddamn yeah, yeah. if it was
0: possible it would be fun to play like i would that'd, not want to be the one having to try to track all that <laughs> <laughs> but it is fun to play you would
1: have to ask some some of the reddit powers to be uh some of those kids and and yeah. see what that that styling is but yeah, yeah that would be that would be funny if if it was possible
0: yeah. Fan- fantasy idols yeah, fantasy.
1: yeah but you you would have to like you would have to exclude akb they need their own fucking yeah. fantasy like you're, like you're just like look you could uh, you could fantasy AKB or you can fantasy Idol. You can't do both. Yes. You can't mix, like, cause AKB dominates. Like the person who gets three AKB members on his team is just fuck. You're like, well, I quit. Fuck that. Like, rip <laughs> up <laughs> all my fucking stat sheets. He has three AKB members. Yes. Fuck the
0: world. <laughs> like, come out of here. It's like you can like, and you can have trades. Like, it's like, yo, I'll trade you Tame in. It for 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 freaking uh, uh, for Dio, like bitch. No, I know Exo's coming back now, and and Shiny's already been out of pro, uh, pro promotion cycle. You keep taming. I'm keeping Dio. It's yeah,
2: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it'd
0: be so much fun. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. world. See if you can make it happen. Internet. Yes. Throw it out we'll there see what and see if it happens back. by magic. I think we have another story. I think <laughs> we have one more story. Uh, just a quick little story. So we're we're getting right into the end of the, the the year, uh, and we're preparing our kind of end of the year recap and kind of looking at who's gonna mm-hmm. kind of crown for different things, possibly you know, yeah. like debuts and comebacks and whatnot. We'll figure it out. You'll see it. And you'll check it out. Uh, but it's fun to kind of uh now as we get into that uh. To look at a little bit in the award show, we'll have mama, uh, you know, in those. Yeah. And I mean, it's also because these are a lot of things that we're going
1: to take into account. Who's winning what? Who's nominated for what? Yeah. Um, you know, who, whose singles had the most views on YouTube had the, you know the most tracks listened to because those are things you you can track and we can track and stuff like that yeah. um so a lot of this stuff is fun like PD said so uh going into the uh what are these called the golden disc awards yeah. the 29th annual golden disc
0: awards um they've been dubbed, is the the dubbed, Korean, Korean the dubbed the Korean Grand the <laughs> Grammys but they're not called the Korean Grammys because that would be dumb. Yes. <laughs> it's just a good way to describe them. Uh, it's founded in 1986 by the Music Industry Association of Korea, um uh, which presents awards. So they've kind of anom- announced uh, nominations for their uh, golden disc album, Daesong, uh, and for, uh, their digital album and their best new artist. And, uh, I guess we can kind of, I'm going to go from top to bottom. Well, bottom to top. I'm going to go with the Best New artists, kind of the listing included here. Okay. Uh, High 4, Got 7, Pak Bodam, Winner, Act Musician, Red Velvet, uh, Eddie mm-hmm. Kim, and Bernard Park. Obviously, there's one big name that I would have included in there, but that's just personal feeling. I don't know if it's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would, I would include Mamamoo, but I don't know if maybe it's just that they really haven't. Uh, 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 succeeded as far as, uh, I wish they would succeed. <laughs> so right. it might be, you know, it might be for good reason. Uh, but so any, I mean, any, I mean, any I'm already gonna have? say the,
1: the names that stand out for me are Eddie Kim, Winner, and Got7.
0: Yeah. And I would say Got7 are probably not gonna win. Cause they haven't really uh, lived up to like a lot of the potential. As much as I dig them, and I've dug all their, mm-hmm. like, their songs. As far as, like, yeah. their actual, like, you know, success and actual kind of mindscape, they really haven't kind of hit that, you know, everybody's mindscape. Like, they haven't really hit that potential that they had. Uh, you know, yes, Jackson is, you know, super popular for being on, ro- you know, well, relatively popular, being on Roommate and all. Uh, but that's it. Like, <laughs> you <they> know, Jackson. <laughs> Cause right. he's cute and he, 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 they, they, they ship, uh, Jackson and Young G. Uh, but that's it. So they really have, not so Eddie Kim, of course, is, is probably, I, I would say it's, it's tough. They p- might give it to Winter cause they definitely made an impact right away and had a solid year. Uh, and you know, it, it, uh, high four is a group that we, high four is a group that we haven't really paid attention to. But, it's a group that has succeeded. They had that collaboration with IU that was a huge hit. Uh, it was actually a cool, cool song, so they have exposure. I don't know. Who, who, who you got? Who do you think is gonna win this award? As <laughs> silly as it is, I think it's probably
1: gonna be winner, but that's only because I know winner more than I know the rest of this list. I don't really know High Four. I don't know Park, uh, Baram. I don't know Adong music that well. I know I've heard them. Um, I know we've heard stuff from Red Velvet, but that seemed so long ago, in a sense, you know? Whereas I know I've consistently heard about Winner, whether it be music or appearances or just whatever. I've consistently been hearing about Winner.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's quickly go with Digital Single. though. I think the winner on that one is obvious of Digital Single, but let's go in. Uh, to those. Uh, 21's Come Back Home. G.O.D.'s The Lone Duckling. Hi, uh, like the High Forb featuring I.U., Not Spring lover Love or Cherry Blossoms. Uh, Girl's Days, Something.
2: Huh? Da, da, da. Something, Something.
0: Uh, Gary and Youngjin, Your Scent. Yana, Uh, mm-hmm. Red. Kim Donghyo's How I Am. Red Velvet's Happiness. Pak Boram's You Became Beautiful. Pak Yoshin, Wildflower. Block B, Uh, Her. Sani featuring Raina, a mid- mid-number night, a midsummer Night's sweetness. Uh, Sateji, uh, Sogeokdung, uh, Girls' Generation, Mr. Mister. Soyu, featuring Jungigo, some. Sistars, Stars, Touch My Body. CM Blues, Can't Stop. I, you, My Old Story. Ak-dong, Musicians, 200%. Exos, Overdose. A-Pinks, Mr. Chu. Ailey, Don't Touch Me. Uh, epic high, happen ending, winner, empty, K will day one, Young eyes, nose, lips. These are all songs oh, that we God. know, <laughs> and we could pick our favorites, and we could I'll talk about this. But I'd say the the I would I would venture to guess, and I don't know if this is really going on, on a limb, but I'd venture to guess the big leading front runner is So You Junkie Goat, Some. That is the single most downloaded song of the year on every you know streaming service it's it's the one that is the like just downright the most successful song this year um uh, yeah like especially you know, on all the i songs. think
1: i think high for her featuring i u could give it a run, but like you said, some and then and this is talking about digital album, you know digital track of the year, some. Is a fucking killer, and the only other ones, like I said, that I think could stand up to it are the song featuring IU, "Come Back Home," maybe because 2NE1 is actually way more popular than we ever give them credit for in Korea. Because we always talk about those bands that you don't think are popular in Korea, you know, are, are the ones that's popular or whatever. So, like So You featuring Jungju is something that's not popular outside of Korea, but inside of Korea, it's really fucking popular. 2NE1 is one of those groups that is the exception to that yeah. um where they're really popular in Korea and they're really popular outside of Korea so i don't i don't know how they're going to count that you know
0: yeah and and again this is uh this is a uh, kind of a, an award by an academy so uh so taeji is always a contender cause just because of you know seniority and if nothing else seniority <laughs> you know he kind of create he kind of Started K-pop the, as we know it, so you know <laughs> you kind of does have that <laughs> scene already going for You know, and, and looking at this, like Epic High's happy end, really? Yeah, they got to include YG. Uh,
2: I, think... well,
1: I mean, oh, they got to include YG. You got Two anyone fucking Epic High. But I've been saying Epic of all the, of
2: all the yeah. Epic
1: High songs, that one.
0: I think uh, yeah. because it's not 19 plus like Born Hater. <laughs> <laughs> I think Born Hater does not exist in the same. I think <laughs> Born Hater. We we think of Born Hater, but that that is the actual promotional track from that. Uh, yeah. I, or well, actually, was it happened ending or the other one? Spoiler. I don't know. It could have yeah. been spoiler too. I don't know. I, guess I mean,
1: was- and the eyes, nose, lips. I don't but see, when I think of Eyes Lips, I think of Tableau's version of Eisno's lips. I don't always necessarily think of Tae Young's version of Eisno's lips.
0: But yeah, but that then again, like there was a b- a bunch of people that covered it, so it's like so it was like Right. So it, it it made an impact. So but yeah, some is probably gonna be the 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 big yeah. winner there. Um and the big award, Golden Disc album Design. Um uh, <laughs> No, Day Song didn't release an album this year, unfortunately. But we're talking well, about the Day Song. Not
2: in Korea.
0: Not in Korea, yeah. Uh, let, let's just go, uh, I don't need to name the albums, cause if you're kind of paying attention, you, you, can, you know what they are. And if you don't, go look it up. Uh, GOD, Got7, Infinite, FX, A-Pink, 21, 2PM, B-A-P, uh, BTS, Moncton Sonyeon, uh, duh. Uh, Vix, Block B. Beast, uh, Belasa, uh, Soteji, Girls' Generation, Tetsuso, I mean, not the, the one group, just those two separately, Girls' Generation, Girls' Generation, Tetsuso, uh, Acton Musician, CN Blue, Exo, Epic High, Winner, Taiman, Taeyang, Two Heart, Teen Talk. A lot of names, a lot of albums. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot
2: of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of quality, like a group, yeah, a lot of quality
0: too. Yeah. like um, now album, I, it's hard I, to I, pick a, pick a front runner here.
1: I will say, okay. It's like, so, so, so speaking of, 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 uh, from, from us, like where I'm going to go from us, um, initially. Right. So out of the box, like we were super excited about Epic high. Mm-hmm. I know oh. you insta-bought Mr. Mister. Yes. I insta bought crush.
0: <laughs> I insta bought crush too. Well, yeah. bought well no wait, no, never mind. I bought it at the, at uh Ace and, didn't I? Uh
2: did you? No, I think yeah. that was a different one. uh um, God, I don't remember. <laughs> oh something. No, no, Red yeah, light. no, I, insta- I
0: bought I bought it online. Never mind, yeah.
2: Like, it's, this one is really
0: tough
1: to, like, look at this and go, oh, okay, that's the front runner, you know?
0: I think, uh, you know, you go back to Winner as being a group that uh, hit with Impact. You go back yeah. to the fact, again, Soteji, not just in seniority, but kind of putting out a really cool, interesting creative record, uh, that mm-hmm. could win out over, you know, necessarily anything else. Uh, and there, there's some, and of course, uh, you know, there's, A Pink is a big up and comer. Uh, yeah, They're coming kind of for that, that top spot. I would, I would, I would, I would say it'd be easier to kind of disqualify a couple of groups. I would disqualify two heart, teen top, got seven, and, uh, and, Taman? Yeah, I would, I would disqualify mm-hmm. the Taemin. Because uh, I think those, they, they got included as nominations, but I don't think those made enough of an impact to really kind of win any kind of possible I, voters. I
1: think I would also
2: exclude CN Blue. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I, I yeah. would say
1: so hard because it's still a deep category even if you exclude those. Even if you try to exclude the ones that you think are not going to win, it's still really hard to say. Like, B.A.P. Like, I, I I know some of the songs from that album. I don't know that whole album, yeah. but I, I know how me and you feel about B.A.P. This was a really strong showing from Vicks yeah. as far as I know, like uh, from the, the kind of pace that I get from Vix fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, BTS for some reason is still popular. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Um, Block B is like, just, they, they kind of put a good big stamp on this year with her. Um, which, uh, ZICO tried to ruin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> her and we won't
1: get,
0: we won't get into that. And that album is, is pretty co- good. And, uh, not only is her a good single, but, jackpot the one that they didn't get a chance to promote with uh due to unfortunate circumstances at the time uh yeah uh because the whole industry stopped and we all remember why <laughs> uh was actually a really fantastic song too like if you i can jam to that song too and and both of those songs were uh, great promotional singles uh so yeah it's gonna be hard i think exo is always a contender to win any kind of award maybe sometimes sometimes out of pure success sometimes out of pure fear of them not winning and the reaction thereof uh so yeah it, it, there's some runner uh, runner the uh, front runners like Axel and GOD you know coming back after so long uh that could garner some votes Sateji, like i said is a is a is a smart front runner so we've to see uh yeah well, we'll have to see. So, have to speculate. we'll have to see. Uh, so look forward to the Golden Disc Awards. We'll probably, uh, uh, go, you can try to check that out. Apparently Tiffany's hosting with uh, somebody else and one of those anchor guys that I, I really don't like. And I, 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 he's on that, he's on the uh, abnormal summit. And I think he's one of the big reasons why I haven't been able to get around to watching it is because he's one of the main hosts and I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and once I, if I showed you the picture of him, I, uh, you would know who he is, but, uh, he's, he's the anchor guy and I just I don't like him. So, uh, but, they are people hosting. So check out the Golden Disc Awards. We'll mention if, if we were right, uh, in our speculation, uh, and we were wrong. Or, you know, that's it. Uh, but that's it. For our, for another episode of Howley Juku. Um, pretty soon we're, uh, I think we're gonna start actually finalizing our plans to actually kind of put their, put ourselves in a deadline, hopefully, and we'll we'll let y'all know what we're going to do as far as the year end. We're probably going to have multiple episodes, uh, you know, one per subject, kind of corner a certain area to really get in deep, uh, and then we'll ultimately end it with kind of a big overall look at back at the year and possibly some predictions. We'll try to predict mm-hmm. the future for 2015. This year was year of the rapper. Which hashtag is Kaz going to come up with next? (laughs) Look forward to that. But that's it. Until the... uh, Kaz, what, what do you got going on?
1: uh not really much it's really actually preparing for the year like the upcoming year of travel and trying to find hotel rooms and paying way too much for hotel rooms because it's during a convention and trying to figure out just how far that hotel is from where the rest of the convention happens and if it's worth it to and then like do i have to catch a cab do they have a shuttle I don't know. But yeah, it's a lot of that right now. (laughs) And a lot of booking and buying things and spending more money than you have. So at the end of the the time, I have a bunch of pictures to edit and then I promote all my fucking photo things again and all my other stuff. And maybe a new YouTube project, uh, in the works of me sitting in front of a camera and talking.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So go check out about.me slash kingkaz, uh, for all, for a lot of that stuff. Uh, I can tell you one thing, we can, we're gonna try to corner, uh, it, it's far away, but we're gonna try to corner ASIN. We're gonna do a better job this year when we hit up ASIN <laughs> to actually coordinate and do stuff this year. Uh, but, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff happening this year. Uh, so check out about.me slash kinkaz, about.med slash pdrave, Rave, juku. Hey, uh, there's also, uh, the chat room awards happening and nominations happening. And if you so yep. are so inclined, and if you believe we're worthy of it, you can go ahead and nominate Hallelujah for the, the Chatroom Awards. So go check out chatroom.us slash awards. If you'd like, please do. Just, there's also
1: some go, other fantastic go awards. Check like, out and, and vote for a, a myriad of things. Yeah. Cause I'm not gonna say, just in case I'm hosting, I'm not gonna like try to muscle people into voting for me. Cause then yes. that's weird if I'm the host. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, no, definitely. Uh Go to that that website, PD said, because I forget I already forgot what it is. Check out all the things involved in that. It's a really fun thing with a lot of the creators and then people of of this this internet group named Chat Room, which we happen to be a part of. uh, That get together and we put on a little silly ass internet based award show and give you all of our friends awards that mean nothing.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, and I usually get really shittily drunk. Yes, so you so, can look forward to that. Uh, but that's it. Until next
2: time. Hasta los huevos. We'll cut before that, not after that.